Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh, and today we're going to be surfing the hero waves. So every once in a while, we like to mix it up, and today uh, we're going to look at some of the stories that we jump into. Uh, Sometimes we get involved with things, and then we don't know how we got there. (laughs) So today we're going to be surfing the hero waves. I mean, some of the stories that we're in right now, we might be the hero, but we might be other characters. So we want to look at that. And usually on the show, we focus on running earth and cosmic energies through our bodies, where we create this column of light that you know, flows through our space. And we're able to look at our own energy, and then the Earth's energy, and then the sun energy. And these two best friends of ours, the Earth and the sun, they like to sort of show us where our energy is in our space and support us. And so while we look at the flow of our own energy, we're noticing how the Earth and the sun interacts with us. And just that little little piece of cosmology there, it helps to relax us and sort of ground us into a certain place in time, just present time. We're not trying to go out into the future usually, and we're not looking at the past so much. And so this sort of earth, sun, and yourself kind of combination, this little trinity of energy we have going on for the next uh, hour or so, it helps us to sort of find our spot in the universe in present time. And so today we're going to look at what else is going on with our space. So we're going to look at the stories that we're involved with right now. Sometimes we can focus on our own energy, but in meditation, we can look at the stories we get ourselves involved with. And if you've noticed, I've said that a couple of times now, and it's because the minute I start saying something about story or characters, everybody like leaves their body. (laughs) So we're going to get into meditation quite quickly in this show because it's easier to hear when you're in meditation. And there's lots of things connected to all those things that we're involved with, all those stories. And so we do have the ability to step in and out of the stories we might find ourselves in. And there's no judgment about this today. Some of the stories we're going to like, some of them we won't like so much. Sometimes we'll like the characters we play. I mean, everybody wants to be a hero, but sometimes we're not. (laughs) And how do you sort of be part of yourself and not disconnect from yourself, depending what role you're playing? And sometimes we want to stop whatever that is, and we want to change it up, do something different. And so we're going to look at ways where we can do that. And usually when we get to a part that maybe we're not so interested in participating anymore, we're going to just ground that back to the center of the earth. And we're going to use the earth today uh, as sort of this depository of all our stories today. Sometimes we get into it with the Akashic Record Keeper and sort of the history of the world type of stuff. But in this case, we kind of need to settle into relying on our old friend, the Earth, who has seen and heard and experienced every story so far on the planet. And so there's nothing that you're going to find today that the Earth hasn't seen before. (laughs) So in some ways, we're all so unique and we have all this fabulous DNA that does all this stuff. But at the same time, we're not that special. (laughs) We're not that different. And yet, uh, we want to be different. And that's okay. That's sort of part of our story. Like, how are we original? We all always want to be that interesting thing. So we're going to kind of dance around all of those concepts. And as you can hear, it's already getting kind of muddled in my words. So uh, we're going to look at where we're creating from and what stories are you hanging out in today. And we're going to surf the hero waves and see where we are with that, with that story where you're saving the day. And if we still want to surf those waves and if we require something different now, 
We're going to focus on the four directions for orientation purposes. We're going to look at not only the energy in our space, but where these entanglements sort of come at us and sort of make us participate. And sometimes you don't need to do that anymore. So sometimes it's the way a person asks you for a favor or for help that you're like, okay, I'll jump into that story, (laughs) even when you don't want to. And sometimes you do. You're like, oh, they asked me for help. That's so great. Uh, I feel so honored to assist. (laughs) But as you can see, the ego gets in there and starts making it a bigger and bigger and bigger story. So sometimes we just want to like enjoy the energy around us and in us and participate with everything going on in the earth and not just settle on four or five stories going on. So sometimes you want to be bigger. Sometimes you want to take a back seat and just sort of watch everything that's going on. And so we would, we should have all those choices. So when we get into meditation, we're going to look at this energy from the sixth chakra, the center of the head. And we use these upper chakras to kind of give us a little bit of space. So you'll find these stories are hanging out in different parts of your body different parts of the aura. And if we're in the center of our head, it's kind of like our little command center. We're just kind of neutral. We're just looking, we're just observing. And sometimes you'll see, oh yeah, I could probably relax (laughs) about my role in this particular area. And other times you're going to be, you know, wanting to get pulled into a story, but by being in the center of your head, it gives you a little bit more wiggle room to sort of sit back and and observe. And once we get the earth and cosmic energy running, it actually allows us that uh, bit of space between um, our smaller selves, our bigger selves, and kind of what are we participating in? What energies are we participating in? So um, why don't we take a deep breath? And we want to get into that space behind our eyes. You want to imagine you're sitting back in a big comfy chair. In the center of our head. From the base of the spine to the center of the earth, we're going to set down a column of light that we'll call a grounding cord. This might look like a particular color. It might look like a lot of colors. And I'd like you to just start to call up some of that earth energy through the soles of the feet, through the legs, through the hips, and into that first chakra at the base of the spine. You might notice that the earth is saying hello to you now. As we just open up this conduit of energy. I'd like you to let that earth energy start to bubble up the spine, front and back, all the way to sort of the shoulders, and have some of that earth energy flow over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. And you want to keep those palms open. And then I'd like you to just allow some of that earth energy to continue from the fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra center of the head, and out the top of your head, that seventh chakra, or what we call the crown chakra. And then above your head, I'd like you to just allow some of that cosmic light to start to come in. It might form like a sun above your head. And we're bringing in this cosmic light from the sun that we see every day. And we're just allowing that solar light to come into our space from the top of our head. It's going to flow through the back channels of the spine into that first chakra. Some of it will flow all the way back to the center of the earth, down that grounding cord. Some will flow through the legs. And some of that cosmic light will start to flow up the front of the chakras. 
over the shoulders, down the arms, up the palms of the hands. And that solar light will continue through the fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra, center of the head, and out the seventh chakra. And as these earth and cosmic energies flow sort of out of our head, <laughs> you can just imagine it sort of flowing out like a whale spout. It's going to start to flow through all the layers of the aura. I'd like you to just imagine that energy around you, that aura energy, to be close to the body about two feet above your head, below your feet, side to side in all directions, about two feet. And I'd like you to just imagine that that aura is grounded back to the center of the earth. It's part of that grounding cord and that column of light that's going out to the sun. And I'd like you to just notice how much earth energy might have flowing through your space right now and how much solar light. Sometimes certain days we want more of one than the other. So just have you climb back into the center of your head in case you've been flying around looking at everything. And I'd like you to just imagine a screen out in front of you. We're just looking at energy. And the first energy that we're going to look at is this energy out in front of us. We're going to look at the energy behind us and the energy side to side. So you might see that sort of screen out in front of you start to open up 360 degrees around you, around your head. And so the first energy we're going to look at today is where we're a wizard in our world. Sometimes this sort of wizard energy shows up like a mentor or a guardian maybe a gatekeeper of some kind. And I'd like you to notice all the different stories you're in where you sort of are the mentor or the one who figures everything out. Sometimes we have different relationships that are that place where you are helping somebody else out, helping someone figure it out. And I'd like you to notice if that's in front of you, off to the right or the left of you, maybe it's behind you. And is there more than one story? Sometimes when we're teaching someone something, we might use this sort of mentor energy or this wizard energy. And sometimes we don't. So it might be in unexpected places we find ourselves being this sort of wizard or guardian or gatekeeper. It's that energy where we hold something sacred. And we're doing a little job about it. Either our job is to figure it out or to keep something safe or just guide someone through sort of handling another energy. It's pretty active. And there might be more than one story that you're involved with. So I'd like you to notice again, where those energies are in your body. Are they in your aura? Are they out in front of you? Do you keep the wizard part of yourself secret? Are you throwing it in the back of your aura? Are you hiding some of these spaces somewhere in your body? 
This is another reason why we're in the center of our head, looking at this energy. Just have a little distance. So any places or any parts of those energies where you'd like to step out of that role or release that role altogether, I'd like you to send that energy back to the center of the earth. And if you'd like to keep this energy going, you're happy with where it's at. If you'd like to power it up, you can bring in some of that solar light and amplify the space a little bit more. You're just amplifying the energy within your own space. You may not be taking a bigger role in this area. But it's a way to feel supported by that cosmic energy. And you might have spaces within yourself where it's okay to be a wizard in one area, but maybe not another. So you might have kind of a dual action thing going on where some things are going back to the center of the earth and other things are being powered up by the sun. So I'd like you to notice that space. And in the center of your head, if there's some pieces to this that you'd like to come back to, you can put a note on the wall next to you, maybe a little sticky (laughs) in the center of your head. Make yourself a little note to come back to it later. And I'd like you to look at a next piece of this energy. You can leave the wizard part of yourself alone now. Any place where you're a mentor or a guardian or a gatekeeper, you can leave that alone now. And the next piece we're going to look at is this energy of the trickster. And this has many definitions across many different cultures and spiritual modalities. So sometimes the trickster is uh, like the court jester. It's really fun and humorous, and there's probably a song that goes with it. But the idea is that the trickster challenges the status quo. The trickster can be a little competitive, sometimes in a fun way. Or it can be a saboteur who's sort of showing you your limits or where your ego's hanging out. And when we are the trickster, we might be the one that's pointing it out to somebody else. The other piece to this energy is sometimes called the shapeshifter. It's not exactly a a trickster, but it's similar And that it's kind of an energy of a Trojan horse story where you show up as one thing, but you're really doing another. The other piece to this is that it could be where you walk in as part of one side, if there are two sides, and then you might be switching sides. Sometimes in the workplace, this is something that happens. And it's uh, hard to control. And you're kind of jumping in and jumping out of an energy. So you might want to look at that. Sometimes it's uh, the place where you're a catalyst. Where you show up and everything changes. In the workplace, as another example, there's always that one employee that gets hired and then everything changes. Um and uh, sometimes we're those, we're that person. <laughs> sometimes it's somebody else that's doing that in our workplace. It also happens with creative projects as well. And the other piece to this energy of this sort of trickster, shapeshifter energy is something called the Herald. And they announce what needs to be changed but they don't necessarily want to change 
uh, like actually do the change. They're not going to figure it out. They're just going to point it out to everyone. <laughs> so I'd like you to look through your space. And we're doing this right after the wizard so you don't feel so weird about it. Any place in your space where you might be the trickster, the shapeshifter, the herald. Any place where you might be the catalyst to change. Any places where there's a competitive nature. Any place where there's a saboteur. And if you have skills in any of these areas, you may not be using them right at the moment, but you might have older stories in your background that have to do with these things. So I'd like you to just take a look from that six chakras center of the head and just sort of notice on that screen out in front of you any of the trickster energy, any of the shapeshifter energy, any of the herald. Sometimes we hide these pieces of ourselves in the back of our aura. And sometimes we hide them back there, or actually we're not hiding them back there. It's like they're in the wings waiting to go on stage at any point in time. might notice if there's any energy to the right of you or to the left. You might just want to do another sort of sweep of the energy where you're looking at where you might be outrageously competitive over something very small. Any place where you might be a catalyst for change, but you actually don't want to figure out how the change is supposed to happen. (laughs) It sounds very funny right now, but in real life, this can get very complicated. And I'd like you to just notice the abilities you might have in these areas. You might notice these Uh, spaces in your body where you're housing this energy. You might want to take a look at the second chakra just below the navel. The second chakra has a lot to do with money and possessions. And sometimes all of that kind of energy is coupled with some of that sort of energy around possessions or money. You might want to look at the third chakra in that solar plexus where there's an amp up of energy ready to go, but then like nothing happens with it. (laughs) It's like you pull back just a little before you actually do anything about it. Just take a deep breath. Just sort of notice the space. You might notice different sort of fog of energy coming in and out, different colors of these types of energies. When I say the word shapeshifter, where does your attention go in your space? Or when I say the word trickster, does part of you go, oh, not that. (laughs) That's probably a good sign that it's probably somewhere in your space. Or if I say the the word herald, are there trumpets blaring or wings being put on you right now and you have to go tell somebody something? The other energy that all of this sort of has to do with, it kind of starts in different areas, like maybe a little bit of where you're competitive and also a little bit where you're gossipy. 
any places where that gets turned on. I'd like you to notice any of those stories. And if you'd like to retire or release those tor- those stories, you can release that back to the center of the earth. Sometimes we're put in positions where we can't get out of or there's a paycheck at the end of it and we have to behave a certain way. Otherwise, you don't get paid. So any of that sort of energy of where you're kind of trapped into a behavior, I'd like you to just release that back to the center of the earth. Sometimes those stories are not present time. They're from long ago. You can release that back to the center of the earth. By now, the earth has seen every sort of form of trickster or shapeshifter or herald. And any of these spaces can be a fun space, too. They're not all bad. Sometimes there are real funny things that happen if you're playing these kinds of roles. So anywhere where these types of energies are still playing in your space and you're still going to participate, you can bring in some of that solar light and validate that space, amp it up. Maybe you like things to be a lot funnier, a lot lighter. You can just call in some cosmic energy to sort of brighten up these spaces. And sometimes we interact with these tricksters or saboteurs or shapeshifters or those catalysts and we get really upset. (laughs) And that's usually because there's some part of ourselves that understands what they're doing. We have the same ability, but for whatever reason, we're not using it. So any of that space where you get trapped for not being the trickster, shapeshifter, or herald right now in present time, you can call in some of that cosmic light, fill in that space. You don't have to prove that you have these abilities to anyone, but you can feel good within yourself that you have these abilities. So just notice any of those stories that might be going back to the center of the earth and any of that energy that you might be filling up with that cosmic solar light. Great. And as we've moved all sorts of energy around, I'd like you to call in a little bit more of your own energy to flow through your space. Maybe you have the earth energy at 40% and you have cosmic energy at 40% and you're going to amp up your own energy another 20%. And because it's all imaginary, (laughs) the math doesn't matter. You might want to notice as you moved the wizard energy around and that trickster energy around, what color your own energy is right now. Great. So the next piece to this, we're going to look at the shadow or that villain energy. We all have a Darth Vader side. Some of you that know me that are listening to this know that I have one. And uh, 
I have had serious fights with that part of myself before. And finally, I just accepted it. And that shadow self or that self that we would call a villain can be bigger or smaller in our space. It can lie dormant. It can be in different parts of our body. It can be out in front of us. It can be on either side of us. It can be behind us. That shadow self might be behind us, ready to go (laughs) whenever you need it. It's just waiting for action. We all kind of want to know that part of ourselves, even if we don't. It seems like, oh, I'm not going to look at this today. I'd like you to take a deep breath and just enjoy that everybody has one of those dark helmets and those black capes. Sometimes you look like Batman. Other times it's Darth Vader. Sometimes you need that to get a certain cosmic job done. Sometimes you're sticking up for someone. And it's usually not a vibration where most humans operate from. And there might be times in your past when you might have been the only one to act in this certain way. So if you think about maybe the meanest part of yourself that you've ever been when you were a little kid, that's usually a good hint of what that looks like as an adult. We usually don't let the shadow grow up or the villain. And usually part of that shadow or that villain, it's fear-based. And it's like combating fear with fear. So if you look at this space and you're noticing your body's feeling all weird, I'd like you to just notice you can be in the center of your head And we're just looking at the energy. No one's actually being that energy right at this moment. We're just looking. We're looking at where your skills are in this area. Sometimes we're called into action and we have no choice. And sometimes we're called into action and we do have a choice. Some people would say we always have a choice. But depending on the situation, we don't want to deny that we have this part of ourselves. It may not be something you're using this lifetime. But it's still there. So it might help to release any of the stories where you might find yourself in that shadow self or where you would classify yourself as a villain. And at the same time, you can be bringing in cosmic light, supporting those parts of yourselves that you'd rather deny. It's kind of like the idea of accepting all of your energy. Even that little mean girl that might be lurking somewhere deep. Or that mean little kid, whoever that is. So I'd like you to just notice where that shadow space is. Is it out in front of you? Is it on the side of you? Is it behind you? Is it above your head? Is it below your feet? Does that villain look like some sort of sacred animal? Does it look like a bear? Or maybe a mythical creature like a dragon? I'd like you to notice that place maybe there's many places within your body that you have those villainous characters hidden 
And as we kind of think about this, you might look at the second and the third chakra again. And sometimes we hide that shadow or that villain space in the fourth chakra at the heart. Because we kind of figure as a super sensitive psychic, if we shove it in there in the middle of the heart, then nobody's going to notice because there's so much love around it. (laughs) So just take a deep breath and notice that we're just looking, we're just observing. We all have different parts where we kind of get out of control and you might want to notice those spaces and send those spaces back to the center of the earth. Sometimes there's power being welded or control that's being used that doesn't need to be used. Or there's the chaos and the out of control area. That when control and fear and power don't work, then you go to chaos. So any of those pieces, I'd like you to just ground back to the center of the earth. The earth has seen it all. And you can bring in some more cosmic light, filling up those spaces. And even if you don't know exactly where they are, you might be feeling it in your body. I'd like you to fill up with that cosmic light from the sun. You're not amping up the shadow self or the villainous self. You're just sharing that cosmic light with those spaces of yourself. And as a last step, I'd like you to notice any sort of recent judgments that you might have about any person, place, or thing. I'd like you to ground those judgments back to the center of the earth. Because sometimes that's how it starts. That shadow self is getting fed by your judgments or your complaints. And that villainous self is like dusting off the cape, getting ready to go. And all it really needs is some light. It's like, oh yeah, there you are. That's right. All that judgment. Oh, I don't need to be doing that right now. Oh, that's just a story. And I was just hanging out in this particular story. But I don't need to be trapped here. I can go do something else. So just notice those spaces. Great. I'd like you to notice that you can be back in the center of your head. You can have cosmic and earth energy flowing through your body can amp up your own energy as well. And so the next piece to this, we're going to look at the hero waves. We didn't start with this because there's other parts of ourselves that needed to get a little hello first. But I'd like you to notice this hero space. We see a lot of this with lots of the movies right now. There's a lot of stories of people saving the day. But in our own life, we're doing that too. And so I'd like you to look at where you're the hero right now. And as you kind of look at this, you might notice a little apathy or empathy or a little like, oh God, (laughs) sort of annoyance with yourself, calling yourself a hero. And you might notice that was not so bad now looking at the shadow and the villain or the trickster or the wizard. And I'd like you to notice how the hero feels a little, I don't know, soft, nice, maybe too nice. 
might seem a little sweet. I'd like you to just notice any of those stories that you're in right now where you're the hero. You want to take a look out in front of you, behind you, side to side. Sometimes in other people's stories, we play the hero. And we may not ever be seen as that. So the interpretation of what a hero is might be different coming from the outside. But within us, there might be different stories where you are the hero. And you want to notice that now. And if there's any place where you'd like to take a break from being a hero for a while, you can ground those stories back to the center of the earth. There's lots of stories in history and historical writings of people taking some time off and traveling the desert, (laughs) going into a cave and just meditating for a long time. So sometimes the hero needs a break. I'd like you to just notice those different pieces of yourself and where they are. Are they in your body? Is that hero energy in the fourth chakra at the heart? Is it in the back of your aura? Is it over your right shoulder? Is it over your left? Does this hero space come with a lot of validation and trophies? Maybe energetic trophies? Does it come with a sense of accomplishment or space or freedom? Where does the fun happen in this hero space? And if you're having a difficult time finding where that is, I'd like you to call in some of that cosmic light and start to fill up those hero spaces. And sometimes you just need a little more freedom to be a hero. Sometimes you need a little more visibility. Sometimes you need a little acknowledgement from yourself. Sometimes you need some of the energy amped up. So when somebody says, go look at your hero self, you don't say, oh God, not that. (laughs) You have to have fun with it. If you're going to be a hero, you might as well have a good time. So I'd like you to just notice that cosmic energy above your head can start to come in and settle in in different parts of your space. There might be different colors with this. You might be different kinds of heroes. They might have different vibrations and colors with them. I'd like you to notice that hero space does come with a lot of different kinds of vibration different types, different types of heroes. We get a lot of that from the different mythologies. There's different spiritual heroes. There's the comic heroes. There's the everyday hero. Like you to just call in a little more of that cosmic light and fill up that hero space. You might want to notice where exactly that is in your body. Sometimes it is the seventh chakra, the top of the head. 
And as we do that, you might notice there are some other hero stories that you'd like to step out of. Sometimes the story of the hero gets sort of set in childhood, and then you're kind of stuck with this story again and again and again. So if there's any of that you'd like to let go of, you can do that now. We're going to do something with all of these spaces. I'd like you to take another deep breath. Take another look that you're in the center of your head. And I'd like you to imagine that sort of screen all around your head. And I'd like you to invite back all of these waves all together. And as we do this, it starts to form this vortex of energy. It goes from the soles of your feet all the way up above your head it's kind of like a little tornado we're going to use this energy of cobalt blue this cobalt blue energy helps you to sort of deprogram that space so anything we haven't gotten to in this particular setting we get to deprogram those early childhood sort of energies that get stuck to us and they may not be present time so any place that you have these wizard waves still flowing I'd like you to let that start this kind of vortex of energy around the feet it's going to keep swirling up above your head around the body it's going to kind of undulate up and down This vortex energy might look very cobalt blue to you, very deep blue, and a very light blue might be sifting in there. So any energy where you're the wizard or the mentor or the guardian or the gatekeeper, any place where you're guarding sacred space, you to let that vortex of energy swirl around you and I'd like you to let this energy of the trickster waves any of that fun that humorous type of energy that's going to challenge the status quo I'd like you to let that circulate your space in this cobalt blue energy you might have a little hint of competition a little bit of the saboteur energy, a little bit of that shapeshifter energy, any of that vibration of where you're a catalyst, any place where you're the herald, you're announcing something. I'd like you to let that swirl of energy move around you from below your feet to above your head. kind of mixing with those wizard waves. And the next piece to this is I'd like you to let that shadow energy or that villain energy start to circulate your space. Sometimes the right combination of a little bit of the shadow and the trickster and the wizard and the hero get the job done, whatever that is. So I'd like you to just let that shadow energy start to circulate your space a little bit of the villain. And we're using that cobalt blue energy just to swirl it around so we can find a new place to hang out. It doesn't need to be strong or weak. It can just be similar to any of the other energies we've looked at. And then I'd like you to let the hero waves loose, circulating your space from below your feet to above your head and let those hero waves start to really circulate your space. It's very cobalt blue energy out there right now. It might seem very blue in the center of your head. I'd like you to just let that hero vibration circulate your space. It's kind of mixing with all these 
other pieces of you, the wizard, the trickster, the shadow, and the hero. And any of the stories you may not have gotten to in this session, you can come back to and do it again. You took notes a while back there. And if you'd like them to just become something else, there's that cobalt blue vibration that's just making it a neutral energy where these waves are yours, they're part of you, they're part of your story and part of the many stories that you like to jump in and jump out of. And you have lots of choices of how to handle different energies. So as we're doing all of that, I'd like you to just notice that you still have earth energy coming into your space. You still have cosmic energy flowing through your space. You still have your own energy doing its thing. It's mixing with that cobalt blue vortex around you. And as this tornado of energy starts to slow down, I'd like you to just let the hero and the wizard and the trickster and the shadow just sort of settle into different areas of your space. And I'd like you to just let the outside of your aura be very gold right now. So you can let that cobalt blue energy dissipate And while that's happening and you've mixed up a bunch of stories (laughs) for the rest of the day, you want to be very gentle with yourself. On the outside of your aura, you're going to let yourself vibrate at a gold color. Just very neutral, very calm. Just be a little gentle with yourself for the rest of the day. And we have more for you on Inflow Radio coming up with Venus Andrick. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.